0: Fratello's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic podcast number 827, April 11th, 2022. But before I get to the records Go. which are terribly important to understand, you have nothing to be hysterical about when it comes to the climate. GL's Fratello's Hardware and Garden Centers now carries Traeger grills, Ooh. perfect for summer barbecues, gatherings, grilling with friends. With a Traeger grill from Fratello's Hardware and Garden Centers, you'll be the talk of the block, and right now Garage Logic is giving you the chance to win a brand new Traeger pellet grill from Fratellone's Hardware and Garden Centers, valued at over eleven hundred bucks, if you can guess the date and time of this year's garage opener,
1: which is always the don't f-
0: tell me, which is always the first uh, seventy that shows up on a Friday during the show. It's easy to do. Visit GarageLogic.com and guess the Friday and hour in which we'll hit seventy degrees in the Twin Cities. One lucky winner will receive a brand new Traeger Pro 780 Wi-Fi pellet grill with grill cover and accessories. Mm,
1: mm, mm. To
0: enter, visit garagelogic.com and make sure to check out the new line of Traeger grills at Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Centers. The record high on this day was 83. Mm -hmm. That was in 1890 and 1968. And uh, the record low was 12 in 1940. Ice out on this day on Minnetonka in 1892, 1958, and 1994. Am I hearing an echo? Just a tad bit. Is that something you can uh, fix? I think we
1: got her fixed.
0: White Bear went out on this day in 1932, 1943, 1955, 1958, 1963, 1977, 2003, and 2009. And now... From the mayor's Boy, office. Boy, I love ice, ice. The house, On the east shore of Spoon Lake. I have a question about that. Logic. All right. With Rookie on oh, Production. Oh, and ice out uh, uh, Jay Revers, wants me to know. Chris Revers, Ice out went out media, on the Comus yesterday. John Hyde in the newsroom. And occasionally Kenny from yes, the Kenny. Crabby Coffee Shop. Wait. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense.
2: Your mayor, Joe Suchere. Then am I to believe that today... Is the day that the ice, how do I phrase this? Most of the ice out dates are today for that lake? Uh, for white bear? Which, yeah, which which day has more ice outs? I've never done that calculation, but the... the, uh, the how med- many did, you must have read 10 of them there. Yeah, the median ice out date,
0: what's that mean? As many before as after? No. Yeah, no, average. no. no the, uh, what you want is the average. The average is always mid-April, so we're right there. No, we're but
2: I want to th- know the day. The date that has the most ice outs, and it seems like today is that day. Well, white bear, and we only have. You white did this bear. to him on purpose.
0: White bear goes <laughs> only back to the twenty, so he read off ten at least. I go one, two, three, four, oh, no. five, six, seven. No, just eight. Eight on this day, but I can do that for you, Kenny. I'll. I'll, yeah, I'll thanks for the request, Kenny. I'll find out the day that has the most.
2: The mostest.
1: Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it. He's gonna spend he, he, he creep. all afternoon obsessing <laughs> I mean, over this I'm gonna thing. Look at it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't Kenny wanna... definitely definitely needs to know. Yes, definitely,
3: definitely, seventy two hours.
1: <laughs> I was
3: alerted
0: to something by an emailer, Roger. Uh, a piece in the American Thinker. The American Thinker is an online magazine. Uh, it's been in operation since two thousand three, and it has a politically conservative viewpoint. Okay. Uh, it's got some great contributors. And this contributor happens to be a woman named Andrea Weiberg. Andrea Weiberg. Widberg. We- Widberg, I'm sorry. Widberg. Yeah. And she's had a lot of pieces uh, in, the, in the American Thinker. And the headline is, uh, you know, take this for what you will, but proof has emerged from the White House that Biden's presidency is over. Really? And she writes, Barack Obama was at the White House yesterday, making it clear, as did others at the reception. And this was written April 6th. Remember, he was at the White House last week. In
1: you know? a viral video yeah. that followed.
3: Spewing mm-hmm. COVID, in the, uh, spewing COVID meeting.
0: Barack Obama was at the White House yesterday, making it clear, as did others at the reception held in Obama's honor, that Biden's presidency is over. Watching Obama suck the oxygen out of the room made me wonder if Obama is planning a comeback, something he can easily do. The ostensible reason for Obama's return to the White House was to celebrate Obamacare's 12th anniversary, if you can celebrate our modern, cowardly, corporate-run medical care, along with overpriced insurance that does little for people with serious health issues. <laughs> the reception in Obama's honor, though, hinted that the event's real purpose was to signal to Democrat upper cheeks, uh, part chicks, that Biden is now shark chum. The chumming process began when Obama <laughs> referred to Biden as the vice president, adding after a long pry, uh, pause, that was a joke. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it was a joke in the same way a mean husband is joking when he says to his wife that dress makes you look like a cute circus elephant and then wow. tries to avoid her wrath by insisting that was a joke. I mean, you look cute. No, it wasn't a joke. Biden, showing the deference of the beta male to the alpha male, had later introduced himself to Obama's vice president and Jill Biden's husband. A self-deprecating, <laughs> self-deprecating, self-deprecating humor when you're allegedly the president of what is or was the world's most powerful nation isn't charming, it's unnerving. Worse was still to come. Normally, everyone in the room should be clamoring to be near the American president. After all, political power is the strongest magnetic force in the world. But in Biden's case, he was the creep at the party, the one that everyone assiduously ignores and avoids. <clears throat> Uh, Not only was Obama the magnetic force in the room, but he made it clear to all that they should shun Biden. Uh, Again, I say you take this for what you will. Uh, Watching Biden paw at Obama's shoulder only to have Obama aggressively ignore him is uncomfortable viewing. I did. I watched (laughs) it. And that's exactly what
1: happened. Mm -hmm.
0: Even if Obama has no respect for the man and who would, given Biden's stupidity, incompetence and corruption, Obama of all people should show respect for the office. But for Obama, the point of the presidency was never about the office itself. It was always the fact that Obama bestowed glory on the office. No wonder then that his speech, as always, was peppered with his favorite pronouns. No he, him for Obama. It's always I, me. Yeah. Meanwhile, an animated Kamala Harris also assiduously ignored her boss. For her, Obama was the only man in the room. There are three takeaways. Barack Obama, whether in his walled D.C. Calorama home or in his coastal properties on Martha's Vineyard or Hawaii, is probably the one running the White House. Obama signaled that Biden's presidency is over, making Biden toxic. That's the message Tucker Carlson drew, something he illustrated with clips showing Democrat media talking heads finally addressing Obama's economic failures. Number three, Kamala Harris still still thinks she has a shot at the presidency, when, not if, Biden is removed. She was auditioning hard for the job, trying to show Obama that she'll do a better job than Biden at preserving and expanding the hard left Obama legacy. However, Obama, who was an extremely smart politician, despite his ignorance and broken Marxist moral compass, knows that Kamala is as bad as or even worse than Biden. And that fact left me with I'm almost done. And that fact left me with an admittedly wild theory about how Obama may intend to fix things. Obama's aiming to get back into the Oval Office. What? (laughs) My premise is that Obama fully understands that. If Biden is ousted immediately under the 25th Amendment, which says if a president can't do his job, you can remove him, and the job goes to the vice president. Ooh. There are only idiots and incompetence to take his place. If it's not Kamala Harris, then it's Nancy Pelosi. And if not her, then Patrick Leahy, Anthony Blinken, Janet Yellen, Lloyd Austin, and Merrick Garland. Obama knows none of these non-entities will secure the transformation he promised America. Instead, there are three steps to return Obama to the presidency. One... Have the Democrat establishment remove Kamala Harris from office, whether through threats or bribes. Two, have the Democrats declare that because of world instability, Ukraine, Putin, China, puts us at unprecedented risk. Only a political seasoned person can be vice president, with Obama graciously accepting that role. (laughs) Oh, my
3: God. This could be.
0: Number three, then oust Biden using the 25th Amendment. And voila. President Obama, again, he can even have Stacey Abrams as his veep. The 22nd Amendment does not bar Obama from regaining the presidency this way. It only stops him from being elected to the office. The 22nd Amendment limits you to two terms. You cannot be elected for a third term, but you could be appointed through these machinations. These three steps avoid an election. Obama that will then have two and a half years to lock down America's fundamental transportation transformation into a fully socialized third-world country, and Biden has given him a head start when it comes to destroying institutions. Heck, if Obama does the job right, he can be the new Putin or Erdogan, America's president for life. And yes, I agree this sounds crazy, but events since 2020 show that we are really nothing more than a fancy banana republic. That's
3: That's
2: haunting.
1: Andrea... What they say your name was? Whitberg. What would you put the likelihood on that happening, Joe? Uh,
2: given, uh, given that...
1: Two uh, percent.
3: I, I don't... I think it's unlikely. Yeah, but the fact that somebody thought this through means there's more people that have probably thought this through and would like to put it into play.
2: It's a fundamental exercise. Uh, how, how would we be poorly served by Obama back in office? Let's talk about that. What what potential damage could he further do or inflict? Because he's going to he's going to be smart and competent and smooth and slick and slimy when he does it,
3: and arrogant, and and,
2: and like he yeah I me my very arrogant.
3: Well, the
0: the damage he could do is that he is competent and he is quick. He's glib and
2: he's a criminal
0: mastermind he would have to bring he he would bring about the mystery which is the, the fundamental well, Joe, transformation of this country into uh, not a free market capitalist the, republic the
1: mystery's already here yeah,
0: i know but it's making itself more and more evident every he day he would
1: do
2: f- for, he would do more to further divide the country than it already is
3: yeah okay but this plan um, oh, go ahead Kenny.
2: guns gone firearms gone yep. firearm ownership gone um, what about the fuel, fossil fuel, Green New Deal? What about all of that? Where do you see Obama going with that?
3: Electric, you mean?
2: Yeah.
0: If he is competent, and he is, doesn't he understand that we're not ready yet to go to uh, green energy?
2: Is he ready or does to he care? S- is he ready to stand up to that movement, though, and draw us back from the brink?
3: which is totally the reason that Putin started this snowball that he's doing right now, because our parents were away for summer vacation in this country. Biden clearly, uh,
0: clearly yeah. is not able to confront that movement. Right. He just right. does what he's told. Yeah. What this
1: Andrea is suggesting is the one doing the telling is Obama. The one line in that piece that you just read, too, I don't believe anymore the line about this being the most powerful country in the world, I don't believe we are anymore. I think we're, I think we're viewed as weak. I think we're viewed as vulnerable. Well, I, I think she hit a home run with the, her last line. Oh, 100%. We're, we're a fancy banana republic. But you know what I'm saying, though, Kenny? When it always, the president is typically referred, no matter who's in office, is typically referred to as the leader of the free world, meaning we're the most powerful. I don't believe that anymore.
3: What's the Obama line? Pick yourself up. Just do, 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 start
1: dust yourself all. up oh yeah. yeah pick
3: yourself up dust yourself up start all over again that's what he would do
0: I think what we've seen is a transformation in, in American political life maybe, maybe elsewhere in so called western society but it seems politicians uh, not only have completely separated themselves from us Mm -hmm. by living on that third rail. But they've tasked themselves with fundamentally keeping us hysterical about something. If it wasn't COVID, it's the climate, for example. Mm -hmm. They've they've created, and A, that contributes to the divisions in the country, Mm -hmm. and B, it continues to set them up for long-term power because the more you get the average person hysterical about something the more amenable they're going to be to having you take care of it for them.
2: Mhm, exactly.
0: And they can't they can't take care of it because what's under attack basically are just the fundamental conservative principles that used to be shared by all people when the word conservative didn't have a bad connotation. The the fundamental conservative principles that uh, kept us all together was, you know, church going, God fearing, uh, family raising, uh, uh, working hard, pursuing the American dream. All that's been splintered and shattered. And, and it's been as a result of these people uh, trying to perpetually keep us fearful of something. I personally am fearful only of them. I'm not fearful Fear of, a, of, I'm not fearful of... A, the climate. Uh, the, there's nothing wrong with the climate. And, we get, and again, I know I'm preaching to the choir, but GLers understand that this climate movement is playing into their hands. It has nothing to do with the environment.
1: Meanwhile. Nothing. What are the things that truly do plague society? Crime right now is out of control. Decline of moral and ethical clarity. Also, the CDC just came out with a study over the weekend. I don't know if you guys saw this. Do you know what the number one cause of death is right now between people ages 18 to 45? I happen to know that. Fentanyl. Overdoses mm-hmm. of fentanyl. Mm-hmm. That is a bigger concern than COVID right now, ladies and gentlemen.
0: 13-year-old girls uh, beating up a grandma. That's a concern.
2: Uh, Crime. Economy, inflation.
0: The economy, inflation. There's nothing wrong with the climate. But listen to what the politicians in California are doing. I think Jordy alerted me to this. This is from the Times of San Diego. Painting alarming scenes of fires, floods, and economic disruption. The do I? I'm resting my case. Right, <laughs> you right. Painting alarming scenes of fires, floods, and economic disruption. The California Legislature's advisors received, I'm sorry, released a series of reports this month that lay out in stark terms the impacts of climate change across the state. The typically reserved nonpartisan legislative analyst office outlined dire consequences for Californians as climate change continues to alter most aspects of daily life. No, it doesn't. <laughs> What's the temperature supposed to be today? Much of the focus of the six-part series released Tuesday is detailing the economic cost as the changing climate alters where and how Californians build, grow food, and protect the most vulnerable residents. And then they go on to... Uh, Uh, Cite wildfires, Uh, wildfire smoke, rising uh, seas and tides. Well, Bill Gates just uh, is irritating his neighbors in La Jolla by building, trying to build even closer to the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) Really? mm -hmm. Really? Well, he's remodeling a house and, uh, well, (laughs) uh, extreme heat. uh, Beaches will disappear. Up to two-thirds of Southern California beaches may become... Uh, Gone.
2: Uh, We don't know that. Oh, they do know that, though. Well, they (laughs) gave us till 2100. Wait, I thought it was only 12 years. Now we get. Wait. Well, you get a beach
0: until 2100. Okay.
3: And then she gone? Then Uh, we gone?
0: They keep moving that
2: goalpost around.
0: I never know who to believe anymore. It's a long piece. I don't want to read the whole thing because it's all B as in B, S as in S. It's just another cry uh, of figuring out a way to spend more money. Uh, with your green friends that has nothing to do no, with... No,
1: you're looking at this all wrong. Okay. They've got everything solved in California. They have no other issues right now, Joe. This mm-hmm. is of the utmost urgency. The clock is ticking, but there's still time. That's a, Wait a minute. Yeah. That's a Yogi
0: Bear, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, the clock is ticking, but there's still, there, there, is there still time. I don't want to be kept... I, I'm not frightened of anything. I'm,
2: I, there's nothing to be frightened of. It's nature. With this Obama thing, though... Of all of our options, B, <laughs> how far? Where would you rate this option? Uh, of all of our options right now, we know, assuming that Biden's going to go away. He's Obama's better than Kamala, right? Uh, or not? Oh, yes, Maybe if or no? Well, yes. Or wait, wait. If kamala is in office though it'll become apparent instantly if it hasn't already that she's completely totally um unelectable no she's... that's already apparent that's already apparent
3: well th- that would so, be the hardest but, part would be removing her from office that but my the...
2: point my point is she's put into the presidency they've got no shot come the next election well that's the plan see if you follow this fantasy of
0: andrea widberg uh you get rid of Biden. Uh, you'll, you'd have to prove he's mentally incompetent. And then you you ask, you ask Obama to be vice
2: president. And then... But first, you have to get rid... Before any of this happens, you have to get rid of the current VP.
0: You have to get rid... No, you, you get rid of Biden. And now here's, here's Obama in that seat... And maybe they use the 25th Amendment again to get rid of Harris, and he becomes president.
2: Well, let's start with this. All right. Prices have gone up. Yes, they have. And families and individuals are dealing with
3: the realities of – that bread costs more, The gas costs
2: more. You idiot. And we have to understand what that means. What does it mean? That's about the cost of living oh. going up. Oh, oh. I no think, oh. Joe, I think our best option is her as president. No. Because God. if Obama's the, if Obama's the president, they're going to rebuild faith in the Democratic Party. Mm-hmm. And they've got a shot at winning the next election. If
1: uh, Harris is the president, they've got no shot. I did see a great, I don't know if it was a, a street sign, or not a street sign, but a yard sign. It says, build back better, brought to you by the people that have never built the damn thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I saw a great one that said, this is what you get when you order a president by mail. Ooh, mm. I think the only thing we've been given to think about—that's a provocative piece in the American Thinker. What it what it introduces to the uh, national conversation is just how how powerful is how powerful has Obama remained in the party's machinations while he's out of office.
2: Very powerful. If that happens, if, if in fact they invoke the, both the 25th and the 22nd, this country is at war. This mm-hmm. will reunite um, the, the uh, so-called conservatives with the far, far right conservatives. The, the, the Trump and the Trump haters will come together again. And uh, they'll be, I, I think there will be violence in the streets. Seriously. I, I think this would push us as a country over the edge. And I, 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 I think this country would go berserk. That there's people would not sit by and let this happen.
0: No, and uh,
2: what do they call a um, uh, Republican in name? Rhino, Rhino. Mm-hmm. So the rhinos and the Trumpers would finally get together and reform and be a, rev- a revigorated uh, Republican conservative party. Um. But I don't think we stop the violence. I don't think there's any way to quell the violence. It's they it would be just insane. It'd be insanity. Well, we've, be we've neighbor been, against neighbor. We've
0: been discussing mm-hmm. insanity, and we're seeing things that are insane.
2: Well, they've got to know they can't have the balls to even try this. I think they're better off with the putting a Biden on life support and continuing to let Obama run the country secretly. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the that's my big takeaway from this piece is that it, and it makes the most sense. Obama's still running the thing. He's just got dum dumb and dum dum too in there. <laughs> it was uh it was an uncomfortable scene yes. in the
1: Oval Office. It was when Washington. Biden went to talk to somebody and no one was around. Oh, I love that I love that video. Out. But the fawning over Obama. The fawning over Right.
0: Oh, Kamala saying, "Pick me, pick me." You know, it was a very, very uncomfortable. Old Joe was uh, really left out in the she cold. Like, there,
2: he was like Donkey and Shrek. Yeah. Pick me, pick <laughs> me. And he says he was joking about calling him his vice president, but mm-hmm. was he? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Say the center oh. of the
0: American experiment is calling for Governor Walls and the legislature to give back to taxpayers what's rightfully theirs. The $9.3 billion budget surplus, so the center of the American experiment, is having a tax rally Saturday on the Capitol steps at April, on April 23rd at 11 a.m. to demand permanent tax cuts and a reduction in state spending. It's time to make our voices heard and demand accountability and fiscal responsibility. You can RSV on Facebook and share uh, the graphic to let your friends know what's going on. They've got a great website, centeramericanexperiment.org. Uh, The rally begins at 11. Speakers will take to the mic at 11.30. Homemade signs are encouraged. And as I say, go to americanexperiment.org. We've had them in our midst for more than 30 years. A great think tank. They're trying to create ways to help make this state a better and more financially responsible state. They do great things. They have a great website. They stage great events and they have a great magazine. Find out more at americanexperiment.org. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Souchere,
2: Another big Liberty Safe sale at MapleGroveLockandSafe.com, and you've got to get in there today. Sorry, uh, it ends today. It started, when did it start? Around the first. Uh, Rich, he's got plenty of safes in stock, including the world-famous Liberty Safe, of course, made right here in the United States of America. But uh, it runs through the day, and it's the Liberty Freedom Safe Series. And they're all on sale. The Freedom 30, 36, or 48. They're running 250 to 300 off. You can see them all at Maple Grove Lock and Safe, 6901 East Fish, Fish Lake Road in Maple Grove. Let me try that one more time. 6901 East Fish Lake Road. That's in Maple Grove. Talk to Rich about your needs. If you need to see them right now, and you're you're on your way in, pull over. Log onto this website, MapleGroveLockAndSafe.com. Uh, And then when you purchase a Liberty Freedom Series safe, you get a free pistol box. What's that, you say? It's $155 worth um, for free. The sale on the Freedom Series ends at the end of business today. Get to MapleGroveLockAndSafe.com.
0: More from the American thinker. On April 6th, President Biden extended the pause on student loan repayments through August 31st, which means that 43 million Americans who owe 1.6 trillion in student loan debt are off the hook for another few months. Unbelievable. According to Biden, if loan payments were to resume on schedule in May, analysis of recent data from the Federal Reserve suggests that millions of student loan borrowers would face significant economic hardship and delinquencies and defaults could threaten Americans' financial stability. Strangely, Biden is using the excuse of a weak economy to pause student loan repayments while his administration is telling the American people that the economy is booming. For more than two years, the 43 million Americans with outstanding student loans have not had to make a monthly payment. And given that Biden has kicked the can down the road yet again, uh, people are beginning to wonder if these 43 million Americans will ever be forced to repay their loans. In March of 2020, during the onset of COVID-19, President Trump signed a law suspending student loan payments for 60 days. However, all as is all too often in Washington, that temporary program has no end in sight. What's more, because Biden is receiving such pressure from the far left flank of his party, it is well within reason to assume that the pause on student loan repayments could morph into cancellation over the foreseeable future. For many months, prominent progressives such as Representative Alexandria, Occasional Cortex, Senator Bernie Sanders, and Senator Elizabeth Warren, and countless others have been applying applying pressure on Biden to forego the pause in favor of outright debt cancellation. There's an Ilhan Omar update. Last week, President Biden paused student loan repayments for the third time, this time until August 31st. Borrowers have not had to make payments on those loans for two years. Student debt is crushing not only students but their families, with many young borrowers taking 20 years to pay off their loans. That's not my problem. Here is your latest Ilhan Omar report on Garage Logic. The numbers are staggering. 43 million borrowers have 1.6 trillion worth of student loan debt. The average payment is 460 a month. In Minnesota alone, 750,000 people have federal student loan debts with loans averaging, Progressives in Congress, Congress met with Biden recently to push federal student loan forgiveness. Among them was Ilhan Omar. But we can't continue to pause it, right? We have to come up with some sort of relief. And I think that the president is committed into exploring the amount that could be, that he could be satisfied with canceling, she said. So I walked away from the meeting being hopeful that some action will be taken soon. Some members of Congress want any forgiveness plan linked to income, so only the lowest income earners would be forgiven. Most Republicans are against any forgiveness, arguing that it will have devastating effect on the economy. They believe it could push inflation even higher. Biden says he is thinking about a forgivable plan and that it is an option on the table. Uh, Keep that date in mind. August thirty first. August thirty first. You want to bet they won't have to make any payments on August thirty first. Just
3: extend it. Of course. That's all they've been
1: wait, doing. Wait, 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 wait. Question. Will they keep pushing it beyond the election? I don't know. Sure, they're buying votes that way. Question for you. That's what you. I'm saying.
2: Yeah. What does it take to qualify for this? What if you dropped out after three years? I have no idea. What if you're not working in your field that you got your degree in? What there's a lot of what a lot of questions. What there. if you
1: did be do, be responsible during your time in college, paid your debts, and were debt free? Do I get a check? I want do my money back. You yeah. do
3: not get an advantage. Your timing was off for you. There's
1: something bigger at work here, uh, and that is the destruction of
0: personal responsibility. Yes. Yes. Uh, That is a fundamental, it isn't even a fundamental American virtue. It's a fundament, fundamental dynamic of human existence. Uh, if, if
3: you t- want to do that, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting you, but yeah, sure. I, I think I have something very special to say. All right. If you're going to do that, why doesn't the government, instead of doing that, re- um, Delete or make easier the tax burden so when they go out for their first job, they don't have to pay those high taxes, and they have the income that can go. There there could be somebody that's really smart enough out there that's saying, five years out, you're not paying taxes, you pay back your loans, and then you're on the hook for normalcy.
0: Well, because they don't think that way. Uh, Forgiving a loan is in the same arena as lenient district attorneys.
1: It's not your fault you committed a crime.
0: Forgiving alone is in the same arena as uh, letting thugs get back on the street within 24 hours. The the fundamental notions of responsibility, ethical, moral clarity, are being destroyed with this kind of thinking. Mm. Uh, Quite literally being destroyed before our very eyes uh that
3: pandemic
0: really uh, aided and abetted the the rapid the rapidness of these destructions
3: uh 100
2: yes yes <laughs> it's just it's just amazing who in fact why bother even charging tuition if the debt is going to be forgiven yeah. And and then who, who, in fact, does have to pay their tuition?
3: Well, well, hang on. Now, now you're talking so, big college.
2: Who's on the hook for this debt? We the, are. The loans, I mean, the loans you took out, these guaranteed loans you took out that paid off your tuition at the time. The banks are on the hook for that, right? So are we, the taxpayers, going to be the underwriters then? Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. My answer would be yes.
2: Huh. Well, uh, I don't like that. What do you think of athletes being paid for academic success?
0: Well, as I said the other day, I thought that's what a scholarship was for.
2: What if you get a scholarship, you're in college for free, and now you're getting paid because you're not only an athlete, but you're a straight-A athlete? What does that say to uh, the dumb among us, me, if I went to college and uh, I'm you know, pulling down Cs and Bs and struggling and working four jobs and trying, what what does that say to the rest of the crowd? The non-athletes
0: that uh, the athletic programs are our bread and butter, and you're not. <laughs>
2: Everything surrounding um, academia is crooked. Yep, I believe so. Yep,
0: but here, here, it, the academy has so failed it 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 disheartens me to see these kids taking out these loans. You're 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 getting you're getting gypped. You're it, it does the academy no longer works. It doesn't function. The academy is. Also ingrained in this, this destruction of these perfectly useful values that we once all shared, including pay your bills. So you're getting
2: screwed in what manner? Uh, explain that more to me. That you're not going to be able to use your degree, or, or no,
0: no. They'll they'll they will be they will hear in the failed academy that their uh, that their idea that their debt should be forgiven. Uh, is a perfectly uh, agreeable idea to have the failed academy would go along with that because the failed academy is in bed with this decline of moral and ethical integrity Mm -hmm. and so the failed academy making the assumption that the poor saps like us paying taxes will take care of it they'll encourage the kids to to really not want to have to pay that debt yeah Yeah. take out more
2: debt it's that lady, that ridiculous soundbite we have of that lady who was so overjoyed when Obama was Peggy elected. Joseph?
3: Yeah.
2: Um, I no longer have to pay my what whatever it was. It's all coming true. Yeah. The non- the nonsense she spewed on Peggy that. Peggy Joseph
3: took her daughter out of school early Wednesday for this. Her emotions ran high following Obama's speech.
1: It was the most memorable time of my life. I, I it was a touching moment Why? because I never thought this day would ever happen. I won't have to worry about putting gas in my car. I won't have to worry about paying my mortgage. You know, if I, if I help him, he's going to help me. Well, it's right now, lady, true.
0: right now, Peggy, uh, because of the people that you vote for, you're paying for your mortgage and you're paying more than you ever have in your lifetime for gasoline.
2: But they would have us become completely dependent on them, them being the government.
0: Uh, but they can't have the visions they hold if they don't have the money. And if they put us all out of work, they're not going to have the money.
2: Well, if they put us out of work and we can't pay our taxes, they're going to take what little we do have, our home, mm-hmm. our assets, etc. cetera. Uh.
0: Are you aware of a guy named J.P. Sears? J.P. Sears? Why do I know that name? Sears. I think he does some YouTube stuff, and he's a he's a pretty clever thinker. You know, Katie, who does uh, uh, keeps attempting to do Kamala for us, mm-hmm. uh, she sent me a video of uh, this J.P. Sears guy uh, about whom I knew nothing. Okay. I looked him up. And he... Uh, he's an Internet celebrity. He really is. And he did a wonderful thing on... Uh, the World Economic Forum in Davos. And he I've really got to, I don't want to do this because it's going to be so depressing, but I, I really have to learn more about a guy named Klaus Schwab. Hmm. You ever heard of that no. name? No, Klaus Schwab. Klaus Schwab, uh, as, as Sears points out, hmm, isn't it interesting that he had a book out about COVID in July of 2020. It was almost as though he knew, well, wait a minute, he couldn't have known.
3: Oh, wow. <laughs> gotcha. Uh,
0: and then Schwab's right-hand guy is some creep who, who thinks human beings not only can be, but should be hacked. Hmm. Hacked. Genetically hacked. Just hacked. Like you would hack a computer system. Okay. I, it's just crazy. Okay. It's, we're surrounded by insanity. <laughs> it's all part of what's being called the Great Reset. Trying to find it, and I don't want to go down that road.
2: It's his, it's his very first video two days ago, Chris. Okay, on his YouTube page.
0: Yeah, it it it's just I'm, I'm echoing what we said last week. It, it feels like wherever you look, there's no leadership. No. Let's get back to this loan forgiveness. That is uh, part of the uh, the Mysterian playbook. I mean, it, it even starts. It starts with something as simple as the mayor of St. Paul forgiving oh. library fines.
3: Okay. Mm. Right. Started with library it, fines. It's, it's it's
0: it's an attitude that believes people should not be burdened by. Their, their responsibility. Personal responsibility. Yeah. yeah.
3: I, that's. It's really unnerving that it's coming to fruition now, though. Yeah. That's the next step is going to be forgiveness. Yep. Wow.
0: Yep. You know what's great about Aquaside? What's that, bro? You don't have to bring your lake to them. They'll not come like to you. The chimneys, they'll come
3: to your lake. Not like the chimney sweep? No.
0: Yeah. You don't have to take it, put got the lake it. in a trunk it. and got take it. it over to Aquaside. I got you. You just call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 and uh, explain your weed or algae problem, and they'll help you get the right products. They've been keeping beaches free of weeds and muck for more than 60 years with a complete line of lake and pond control products that take care of all that stuff that freak the kids out. The products are easy to use, they work quickly, they're registered with the EPA and DNR, and their products are completely safe for you and your family and the fish. And as I say, you don't have to bring the lake to them. So you don't need to let weeds overtake your lake or pond this summer. Call Aquacide today, they'll identify that problem, and make sure your place looks great all summer long, probably steer you to maybe Aquacide pellets, they're easy to use, you fan over the treatment area, they begin really, really quickly. Call Aquaside at 1-800-328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com.
3: It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine.
2: Joe Souchere. So I got another really great letter about sea foam. You can tell I'm old. I call emails letters. Uh, It comes from Rick in Stillwater. A week or so back, the alarm on my car went off at 4 a.m. Not a huge deal. I park outside, really don't care to wake the neighbors up. That happened a couple of times. I figured a critter crawled in the car or something, shrugged it off. Yesterday, as I drove about my business, the door open indicator kept coming on. I had a bunch of stops to make, thought maybe it would resolve itself, but what happened is that I kept coming out of buildings to find the alarm going off again. Now. I'm about as car savvy as Patrick, but I figured the alarm and the door open indicator might be related. When I got home, I called the car department, <laughs> a mechanic that a mechanic I've gone to for a few years. The guy said he couldn't get me in, but he had a few questions. You park outside, four doors plus a hatchback, and yes and yes. Well, the door sensor is usually located in the latch mechanism. Get yourself from penetrating lube, uh, lubricant and spray it in there. You see where this is going, right? I think yeah. I do. Yeah, so uh, Rick, he he wrote this. So I take and go to the garage. <laughs> I, I grab my Seafoam Deep Creep, spray the latches, the bolts, everything, work them in a few times, and Viola! Viola! I love Viola! The problem solved. did cater off, no alarms going off. Seafoam, a wonderful product in a world of bad door sensors Keep pushing back, Rick in Stillwater. And yeah, the Seafoam Deep Creep, just as available as regular Seafoam. You'll find it all over in hardware stores, auto stores, big box stores, bread stores, uh, gravy stores. Wherever nice. you buy stuff, you'll find Seafoam. Truly a wonderful product in a world of bad gas.
0: Got a fascinating email from a guy named BT Schaub who uh, writes. I just finished listening to your podcast where there was a discussion on the Ukraine-Russia war. Some of the thoughts that came out were of particular interest to me. Since 2013, except for COVID 2020, I have spent several weeks in Russia each summer near the Siberian border in the, uh, in the Urals, not in the flashy cities of Moscow or St. Petersburg, but in, but in an oblast, a think state of around 1 million population. During World War II, it was a major mining and military-industrial complex. It still has a MiG plant there. And when doing excavation in a nearby field, MiGs would frequently fly overhead after taking off from a nearby airfield. Once back home, I would routinely get asked questions about the Russian people, the treatment we receive from the local population, our work there in the Russian military. I uh, I believe the first impressions, whether a city, state, our country are efficient in the matter in which is governed and the transparency of its officials. However, one of the most obvious methods for an outsider was, uh, you know what, it, look at this printing.
2: It just
3: That's because you do your stupid save a tree yeah, thing.
2: Yeah. Gee whiz. Are you going to give up?
3: You want me to read it?
2: you going to give up halfway through? Just do every other word. I'm going to try it. Chris, can you get the actual letter on a computer screen and maybe help the old man out? Who did it well, come from, no,
0: Joe? I mean it would, I would have deleted it last week. <laughs>
2: That's another who, who, thing. Where did it you. come from, Joe? B.T. Schaub.
0: S.C.H.A.U.B. Why do I know that name? I don't know.
1: What's the story about Russia?
2: Soot. Soot. Uh
0: So he's saying. One way to judge a place is infrastructure, not just by the government, but by the citizens themselves. Right. Lack of maintenance, open fields used as dump sites by locals, poor housing repair, all can give the impression of a society that has neither the desire or the resources to do things correctly. You keep saying to yourself, obviously, there is no Menards in town. As an example, the first year there, a manhole cover was missing in the middle of a road. An old tire was placed around it as a warning to drivers. Nine years later, there was a stack of three tires and a tree had started growing out of the manhole. Houses were corrugated tin on one half of the roof and tar paper on the rest were common. Always a handmade wooden ladder nailed to the top of the roof to help remove snow in the winter. Houses listing at three degrees were jacked back up to level. They just replaced doors and windows with no square cornered ones to fit. My frequent response to those Asking about the Russian military was, I don't fear them, half their tanks and equipment probably have had their batteries stolen already and won't start. As for Russian military leadership, each summer many military officers would stay at our hotel for an annual inspection of the military complex in the city. Each morning the lower ranks would board buses to parts unknown. Usually colonels would have staff cars driven by privates. In the evening numerous Ubers and taxis would show up at the hotel delivering female escorts. Typically two at a time. Some mornings they would still be in the hotel having breakfast with the officers. The officers, eyes bloodshot, moving slowly, probably uh, were still drunk. They were easy to pick out. Uh, The hotel waitresses look forward to the escorts each summer. They can make an extra 10% on their paychecks for room service orders. The escorts would frequently encourage the military officers to add additional tips. Uh, while, while we worked with the government uh, officials uh, and archaeologists and members of the Russian equivalent to our FBI, it was readily apparent all decisions must go through Moscow, researching historical documents. Even simple construction plans were mostly marked classified by Moscow. One archaeologist said it would take him a year to get information from the Moscow archives because of all the red tape. Uh, and he goes on to say uh, that uh, uh, older Russians... Uh, who only get information from TV or radio may, sh- may show support for Putin. Younger Russians who have traveled outside of Russia are in tune with the Internet and are more likely to be against this war. Many Russians still have a family in Ukraine and are getting the new true news through chat and cell phone conversations. There you go.
2: That's fascinating.
0: <sighs> it doesn't sound like... Uh... It doesn't sound like they keep up uh, a very uh, nice proprietary interest in their belongings, does it? I think that kind of
2: sounds like St. Paul.
0: Unfortunately, it does a
2: bit. <laughs> I've got some tires up here if you need them, Such. I'll pull them off the burn pile and bring them down.
0: <laughs> For nine years, they haven't replaced manhole cover. Now, now a tree is gonna Got tree going out, of out of it.
2: That, that is. is awesome. It's our new boulevard. <laughs> oh, man, a That's I... It's a roundabout. That is crazy, man. Uh... You know what I see them doing in Russia? Huh?
3: Burning a lot of boring candles. I see gray
2: candles. I thought you were going to say tires. I, was gonna no, say no. I
3: thought you were going to say tires. <laughs> uh, well, I'm sure they're, you know, they're probably burning tires, too. And if they're burning tires, they're burning boring tires. Is there a boring? Uh, is there a burning tire candle from Spiral? You know, I, I don't think, think that would be very uh, popular. I don't think that uh, they're making a burning they tire They got one that <laughs> smells like skunk. If you yeah. have an idea? You go ahead and send it to them. They'll take your comments, GL. Just go to spirallightcandles.com. in fact if you want to get your hands on the cylinder index candle you go all the way to the bottom you click on the garage logic icon there And you will find you will be well on your way to ordering the Cylinder Index Candle, specifically exclusively made by Spiral Light Candles (laughs) on the web at SpiralLightCandles.com. Family-owned business started up in the garage, and they are huge garage logicians. We ask you to patronize our advertisers. And you can by burning a beautiful, unboring candle, which is SpiralLightCandles.com.
2: You'll learn more here by accident than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Suchere. Uh I am on the National Weather Service site right now, and my information tells me in the Twin Cities it's 51 degrees and sunny, and you're looking for a high near 59 today. Let's just call that 60, and let's just say that means you should be thinking one thought and one thought only. That horrible track out back you call a lawn. Uh, You can change all that. You can turn it all around. It's just a click away, that beautiful lawn. You can schedule your free in-person lawn care analysis uh, and estimate right now. Do it at ProfessionalTurf.com. And I like when I say right now because I can hear an echo, 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 echo. ProTurf. We're talking ProTurf here. They're going to send out an experienced service tech out to your home. They're going to walk the lawn. See what you need. And then he's going to set up, he or she, uh, set up anywhere from a three- to five-step program of both fertilizers and weed control applications. That not only environmentally safe. Come on, of course. What do you think here? Uh, but you're gonna have a beautiful, thick, healthy lawn, no crabgrass, no broadleaf weeds, no dandelions. They're uh, they're locally owned, they've been around since eighty two. You do the math. What is that? That's like a hundred years, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, pretty close. Schedule that free in person lawn care estimate today. Start thinking about that lawn of yours. Do that at professionalturf.com.
0: Scotty Scheffler won the masters.
2: What'd you think of the Tony?
0: You know, there's a bit of Gomer Pyle in him. He looks like Gomer Pyle. <laughs>
3: <laughs> He's a hell of a player. Let me tell
0: you my Tiger Woods theory. Okay. I think, and I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But, I, you know, people were saying, "Geez, he played in the Masters. I think what he might have concluded is, okay, it's been 14 months of this rigorous and intense rehabilitation. I'm probably as good as I'm going to be physically. So let's. I might as well give the Masters a shot.
3: Okay.
0: And he he hung in there. He made the cut, but then Saturday and Sunday he just played terribly, okay. poorly.
1: Uh, well, don't you think physically he just couldn't sustain a that, whole weekend? That's, that's going to be part of my theory. Sorry.
3: Hold yeah. tight, there, soldier boy. Yeah.
1: Sorry. Were you always were you admonished in
0: school for always interrupting he like this? He lost to
3: finish the teacher's sentence. I'm sorry. So he
0: comes to Augusta and he does it. He and. And he was very gracious. Uh, he did his bits with the press. He was very gracious, and he smiled. And he, it was a hell of an accomplishment because they, they considered amputating a leg. That's how damaged right, it was. Right. But if, in fact, that is the best he is going to be physically, I'm afraid we've seen the last of him. That's my theory. He's, he's not the kind of guy that's going to show up and shoot 78. Mm-mm. If he can't win the damn
2: thing, he's... How old is he? 47? How old do you have to be to
1: join the old folks' league? He'll yeah, never do it. He'll
0: he'll never do that.
1: No, nope. he's too prideful.
0: Or you he might was... see him again, but he'll be very judicious. Uh, you know, that's also a very difficult course to walk. Augusta is a very difficult course to walk. And uh, you
3: see any Casey Martin in the future? No, I don't.
0: Sure. I, I just think if in fact this is as good as he's going to get physically, then
2: we're not going to see him. Much, let's put it that way. Is it just me, or is that the most that he smiled ever during a, 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 a match?
0: Oh, he was just gracious as hell. He was I think gr- he was genuinely happy to be was, out
2: there. Yeah, he was grinning and happy and smiling and laughing, even though he was stinking it up. But he,
0: you know, he started not being able to hit it as far as these flat bellies before the car accident and now right, he you was can, fading out yes you, now you can tell he's, he's struggling
2: mightily to I, the, you know. I couldn't help but think how would his game have been better if he would have rode in a cart uh i i don't know and that won't
0: happen so we don't know
1: what did he end up walking home with I mean, money yeah meaning i mean cuz obviously it doesn't it doesn't matter he's tiger woods he's worth more if, if my point is if it's not going to be worth it for him Will he even bother to do it anymore? I don't think that was a disappointment for him, though. I, I think, think that was, the right, yeah, I'm, that I'm was a therapy
2: yeah. goal. That was a physical therapy goal. And he, he was challenged, and he met the challenge. He stood up to it. He's always been about training, even bef- you know, 20, 30 years ago. Before he was, well, 30 years ago, was he around? Um, but you know what I mean? Yep. He's always been into heavy, heavy training.
1: Because Scheffler walked out of there with 2.5 mil for winning the thing. I
2: where is it? I,
0: got, I read it this morning. I was
1: going to say, I thought you would have known it. Oh, it is.
3: Masters.org. Oh, okay, Tiger.
0: Uh, by the way, the winner, Scheffler, $2,700,000. Where oh. have I heard that before? Woods. <laughs> Woods. Did we already say that? Yeah, that's it's okay. okay. Woods,
1: 43050 Okay, that there's my point. Is it going to be worth it for him? For forty three grand? No, he didn't come back to the Masters to, for the money. I yeah, understand no, that. I'm money so, has, no, you guys are not. You guys aren't. You're missing my point. I'm no, saying going forward. A, you're being a sports radio guy now. No, I'm just saying. Go, okay. What do you think about as predicted? Amen, Carter, I'm, I'm the smartest guy in the room. No, I'm saying going forward, will it be worth it? To <laughs> I hear? sure was going for him forward. And Amen, Cormer, I think my theory would answer
2: <laughs> your question. All of you. If I was the manager of the Twins, let well, dot, go. No. Dot, dot. <laughs> My theory answers your question, yes, Reavers. Reavers. Yeah. My theory
3: answers your question. If
0: that's as good as he's going to be physically, you're
2: not going to see much of no, him you're anymore. Not. No, he, no, you're wrong because he's, competitiveness is in his nature. He has to compete doing something. So if it's not going to be golf, it's going to be something else. Guys like that compete until they can no longer get out of bed.
0: Well, then he's going to have to uh, find a sport where all he you has know, to do is
2: sit. Yeah, it could be you know blackjack or sailboats. poker or something. Oh, Video I games.
0: It. I excelled at that, and the only athletic movement required of me was to occasionally sit on a different
1: part of the boat. Ah, see. <laughs> Wait a minute, though. You know what you're not factoring That's in? Michael Jordan stuff. Let's go back to the sports radio quarter. Go ahead,
3: caller. Sportscaster. Caller, Chris.
1: Um, what about <laughs> the whole theory of him playing with his kid? What about it, Charlie? Charlie, what about it? I bet, I bet he will want to keep doing this until he can play with his kid.
3: Oh, you think a kid's going to turn pro?
1: Well, he. Oh, no, you're, you're goofy. The kid's only 12.
3: Yeah, but that, he's got it in his jeans.
0: No, I know that. You know you, what I mean? No, you know, you know the kid's 12.
3: <laughs> yes, Kenny. The kid's
0: 12. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, back does, to the real wait, world, does unfortunately.
3: Have, does he have a favorite course or a course that houses attorney that he does well at every year or throughout his career? He just had it.
1: Yeah, it's the Masters. It's the Masters. Okay. Give him a cart.
2: I really loved he reading. Wouldn't,
3: he wouldn't take it.
2: I loved reading Royce, his Twitter account over the weekend. He's ripping uh, the track. He, he, You know, they're painting uh, certain parts of the fairway. It's uh, an asshole, blah, blah, blah.
1: Rook, what did he? What did Scheffler get to win? Uh, 2.75. Two, uh, <laughs> 2. 2. 2. 7.
3: As I think
2: predicted.
3: <laughs> I don't like this. Go ahead, Collar Joe.
0: If it, if you don't stop this right now,
3: I have to leave soon. Anyway, goodbye. Okay,
0: goodbye. Not yet. You'll be our next idol.
3: Yeah, I'll call in. Uh, Remember the audition tapes we got.
0: <laughs> and boom goes the dynamite. Yes. <laughs> exactly, yes. exactly. exactly. Boom
3: goes the dynamite. <laughs> Read in a very oh
0: nervous way. <laughs> this is bad. Let's see what this. This, game, is track. this is bad. This is bad. Illinois Democrats passed legislation requiring private businesses to display messages that amount to free election year advertising for the party. Democrats passed legislation early Saturday morning requiring privately owned gas stations to display stickers at gas pumps, informing customers that the government postponed a gas tax until after the election.
1: You're kidding me. Illinois
0: was scheduled to impose a 2.2 cent per gallon tax on July 1, but the government pushed back the tax by six months to January 2023. The stickers will read, as of July 1st, 2022, the state of Illinois has suspended the inflation adjustment in the motor fuel tax through December 31, 2022. The price on this pump should reflect the suspension of the tax increase. That's shameful. That's just buying votes again. That's just shameful. That is. For how many people that will even fool. There's zero integrity there. That's shameful. The legislation also requires grocery stores to display the same message on receipts. This can't happen. State Republicans and business leaders argue the legislation is a thinly veiled scheme to boost Democrats' election year advertising efforts by forcing businesses to display propaganda. That's all it is. Mm. Gas stations that refuse to display the stickers will face a $500 daily fine. Wow. Wow. Daily? Refusing to comply each day between July 1 and Election Day on November 8 would amount to $65,500 in fines. This can't. What is going on? <laughs> they were side kicking a can. Josh Sharp of the Illinois Fuel and Retail Association argued prior to the Saturday vote uh, that the measure represents an unconstitutional infringement on the First Amendment rights of business owners. This industry will not be forced into offering free election year advertising for the governor, Sharp said. Ordering businesses to take part in speech that is compelled by the government under the threat of fines and criminal penalties is unwise and unconstitutional. Hmm. Democratic Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker and the state legislature controlled by Democrats passed a gas tax increase in 2019 that doubled the previous rate from 19 cents to 38 cents. The bill also required an annual gas tax increase to adjust for inflation, according to Illinois policy. So all
2: of that should also be on the sticker. Yeah.
0: It is that annual increase that has been pushed back until after Election Day. This is an outrage. How much more can we take of this? These people are destroying everything. They're destroying everything they touch. Who thought this up? Who thought
2: this Democrats. Up. They're so
1: greasy.
0: And Illinois has the biggest financial problems of any of the 50 states. Mm-hmm. Uh, pension program problems and, and you have
1: Well, and once again, seriously, it goes back to what you were talking about in the first segment today. These people do not care about us. Both sides, by the way. All they care about is remaining in control, remaining elected.
0: You can't. The government can't order... <laughs> The government can't own the owner of the gas station that I use. The government can't order him to put
2: stickers up. You're being absurd. The government can't order bars to close down to to stop a pandemic. The the government can't stop a hardware store from throwing the doors open while allowing a big box store to remain open. The government can't tell us to stay home home and not go out in public.
0: I get all that, but none of it's analogous. I get all that.
2: How, how is it not? Because this is a specifically,
0: virtually a campaign program. This is a look at what Democrats are doing for you, and you're going to look at that every time you get gas.
2: I got
3: gotcha. you. That's true. That's true. It's That's just influencing. This is pathetic. Yeah, it's influencing. It's pathetic. Forgiving
0: student loans is pathetic.
2: Yeah.
0: Letting criminals back out on the street is pathetic.
2: The fact that they jumped the price up so much, put so much tax on it, and now they're forgiving it for what? A few moments?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're forgiving two cents. Yeah, for a few moments <laughs> until the election. How how? <laughs>
3: right. They don't even care anymore. How boldly obvious is this? This this yeah.
0: I hope they uh, I hope they fail miserably. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what plans are in in the works to prevent this. That's election year advertising. And people won't stop to realize these are the same people that have already quadrupled my gas tax. Mm -hmm. And now they're going to forgive me
1: 2.3 cents a gallon. What a bunch of morons. But that's enough to buy off certain people. It just
2: is. That's a business owner. Well, let's raise the price uh, $10 on this item and then knock off two, have a sale and knock off $2. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's just, Thank you so much. It's so slippery. Jeez. And then pat ourselves on the back and force businesses to do the same. I got a great note from a friend of mine.
0: Uh, he's had a successful career in law and banking. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says, I have today decided to embark on a new career. My business cards will be out soon. I am now a chief equity, diversity, and inclusion officer. Oh. The demand for my services is pretty much unlimited. My strength is my ability to do equity. I do it with precision and great care. I'm also very strong on diversity, where I have, uniquely, uh, where I have a uniquely engaging style. If you need some true inclusion, has always just been second nature to me. It's true. Inclusion has always been second nature to me. My first day in business in my new career is today, Monday, April 11th. Try to get your proposals for my services to me by 10 a.m. as I expect to be booked up by noon. Huh?
3: What is it? T.J. wrote that. Ah. Okay.
0: An article on the front page of the West Central Tribune, as taken from the Duluth News Tribune, stunned me this morning. Writes Philip. Uh, The article reports this past winter to have been the second windiest on record, records dating back to only 1973. Not only one of the windiest, but twice as typical wind speeds. More than half of the winter days of 2021-2022 boasted wind gusts over 30 miles an hour. Ah. The astonishing part of the article comes in the very first sentence where it describes the wind has been blowing across Minnesota in recent winters like it hasn't in at least the past half century. Part of a recent gusty trend that climatologists and meteorologists are at a loss to explain. Later, Minnesota State Climatology Office detailed through Kenny Bloomfield if it truly has become twice as gusty, that would indicate a fundamental change in certain meteorological conditions those that govern windiness and gustiness. And we do not have evidence for that just yet. Uh In fact, it is not until the back half of the article that it reports there is evidence that climate change is having an impact, but it's not always clear how or how much. Minnesota weather is remarkable. I enjoyed reading about it without being buffeted by reporter alarmism. Could this mark a change uh, in the winds of climate change hysteria? Uh, No.
2: Nope. Nope.
0: But they have no bleeping idea, do they? No. You want to escape all this nonsense? Sure do, Joe.
3: I need some calm, after the Masters, man, I need some calm, quaint.
0: Quiet. Then I got a place for you. Where am I going? Giants Ridge. Okay. They got the legend in the quarry, two of the greatest golf courses in the country, not to mention Minnesota. Nature. Nature. I mean, it's green. It's lush. There's water. It's probably water. greening up right now. It's just beautiful. They got a summer special, June 4th through August 29. Play the Legend in the Quarry on the same day with lunch on them at the Wakuda Grill. They can uh, put together a tournament for you and your your buddies. Uh, you can view 3D course flyovers of the Legend in the Quarry at GiantsRidge.com. And remember, the 25th anniversary of the Legend is coming up June 28. That really sparked a golfing. Phenomenon up on the Iron Range, but here's something else: it's becoming the mountain biking destination what? Uh, of the country. It's now home to the largest lift-served mountain biking park in the Midwest, with 18 miles of purpose-built trails, including 10 lift-served gravity trails. You're not a thrill seeker? Uh, the 130-mile Masabi Trail runs right through the Superior National Forest and Giants Ridge connecting the Mississippi River and Grand Rapids to the Boundary Waters in Ely. You take a
3: hike. It's do, all you yeah. got to do is bike faster than the bears. And when you take a
0: hike, you don't have to fall off anything. Right. Right? Uh, go to uh, GiantsRidge.com. Find out much more. Uh, plan your trip. Uh, we'll get to it this summer. Right now, everything's okay. delayed because of this wing. Yeah. The busted wing. Sounds like an I have a note on that busted wing. From we, the doctor? When we come back.
2: Does, uh, the doctor says he can't take us up there. Is that right, what you say?
3: Right. Yeah.
0: He said, I
2: can if they pay. If, yeah, if he did. said, with that busted wing, you're not going to be able to reach for your I wallet. can't reach it. Right. You, you certainly, certainly can't them. write I a check. That. I know Let the feeling. Cannot
0: that. write a check. Giantsridge.com. <laughs>
3: You're listening to Garage Logic right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking to you about your business right now, telling the thousands of loyal GLers about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with the Garage Logic podcast. It's easy. Visit GarageLogic.com now. Enter keyword partner P A R T N E R. Fill out the form. We'll get in touch with you very quickly. Once me and the dummies start talking about your company, you're going to be amazed at how many GLs just start showing up. Easy to do. Do it right now. Visit garagelogic.com and enter keyword partner. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Suchere. Okay, speaking of the the
0: busted hand. Yeah. uh, Carrie, our friend Carrie Moran. Yeah. uh, She writes... I have a quick story to share about my 96-year-old grandma, Irene Klatt, from St. Paul. She broke her hand Saturday morning. She fell, hit her head, and caught the fall with her right hand. Oh, my. When I spoke with her that evening, something really struck out stuck out to me. I'll note that she lives alone. She's still miraculously very active, and her mind is sharp. So instead of panicking, she got up and went back to her room, made her bed, got herself dressed, and then made the phone call to get help. <laughs> but she had to make her bed first with one hand. I could just picture her in pain, alone, and frustrated, but wanting to make the bed. Isn't that astonishing? It says so much about her era, her spirit. It's ingrained in her to keep up appearances, even with a shattered hand. Grandma will be okay. She laughed that it took 96 years to break her first bone. She's a tough old broad.
1: Nice. We need more people like that these days. Good luck, Carrie. Yeah. I'm the same way. Have to make the bed before I leave the house. Can't 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 leave it messy.
2: I guarantee you, Reavers, our guy has never tucked in a bed.
0: You want a bet? I have. Frequently. Frequently.
2: Would like back in what seventy one or oh, two, right before I, you got married. You
0: mean make the bed?
2: Make the bed. Oh god, I do it all the time. Tuck the thing under the pillow, I got push that. it I over, know how to work. get the ends. <laughs> I got it. It all slick, bounce a quarter off it. Yeah.
0: Only because, now get this, now the linemen she was
2: When she was sick, you drug a chair over to the bed and said, I'll, I'll, I'll get just, the other side. You just sit here and yeah. tell me what to do. Yeah. And I'll tuck you in this side. It got done, didn't it? <laughs> right.
0: Only because they come to uh, us all the way from on board a cruise ship. Uh, where are they? They're on, they're at the Royal Navy docks in Bermuda, the traveling limans
2: I think the, the Lyman's need a, what is the term, a valet? A, a valet? valet? A valet? A valet? Yeah, yeah I, I volunteer for that job. It was on this day in 1680.
1: Today is April 11th. Father so.
0: Louis Hennepin, exploring the Mississippi River north from Illinois by canoe, was captured by a group of Dakota. During his captivity, he seized the falls of St. Anthony, which he names for his patron saint. On July 25, Daniel Gray Salon and the Sieur Duluth would arrange for Hennepin's release. What is the Sieur Duluth? S I E U R and then D U L U T H. Capital capital D U. Have you heard of the Google? Look it up. And why is the. uh, I think the Gray Salon is still a name in Duluth. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, is it the. uh, Oh, never mind. All right,
2: I'll look it up.
0: I think there's a famous old building that was the.
2: part of the deal there is that it
0: duluth used to be one hell of a town
2: salon or saloon salon saloon g-r-e-y-s-o-l-o-n Damn gray saloon, saloon. ballroom yeah. by blackwoods i'm right Minis- i'm right minnesota yeah superior street duluth yeah now look up the sear duluth please seriously
0: s-i-e-u-r capital Jeez. s S I E U R and then Do, capital D U. And then Luth, capital L U T H.
2: To Duluth.
0: Sir Duluth. Is it an
2: Indian tribe? It was a French soldier and oh. explorer who was the first European known to have visited the area where the city of Duluth, Minnesota, is now located. Okay. That's how it's na- It was named for this guy then. Duluth. Thank you, G ellers um, 1639 to 17 to 1710? That's a hell of a run. Mm-hmm. French guy. Wait. On this date, Joe, in 1974, mm-hmm. I was shot in the back by a 22 revolver, went right through me. Holy cow. And stuck in the wall. Was that were you were you shot on purpose? Turns out I might have been. Hmm. And can you blame him? I cannot. Well, why aren't you living off the lawsuit proceeds? Uh, I got that was a check was given to me when I turned eighteen. About twenty four hours later, gone. It was gone.
1: I'm going to need all. (laughs) I need all that twenty eight hundred dollars you just
2: gave me. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) didn't take long. Let me tell you, one
0: item for this day in history. I'm sorry, it was a bad day in Minnesota history. Just one? That's all you're going to get? Not a lot happening today. I guess had to go all the way back to 1680 to find something. Hmm. You know what
2: I'm saying? I do. Yeah. The kid that shot me, um, he still uh, is affected by it more so than I am to this very day. I, I bet wish, he is. I wish he wouldn't be because yeah. I forgave him long ago and uh, I really have no animosity.
1: Yeah. You Got know that. how it is. Yeah. Got that, Joe?
0: Uh, what I, I, I'm missing a sheet of paper here. <laughs> I found it. All right. Here we go.
1: that going to do her? Yep. Okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> up wow. here.
1: Today was really a Monday, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <G-ellers>. As predicted. <laughs> Please do us a favor. Uh, subscribe to the Garage Logic YouTube page, if you would be so kind, and you can also see all of our social media channels: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's all available for you. And download that Pod MN app to your smart device, where you have the chance to win prizes just by listening to Garage Logic. We'll try this again tomorrow.